Buckle up and prepare for Quantum Leap in three, two, one. And hello, you've arrived to the Strategic Possibilities Show, where you'll discover ideas and opportunities that can rock your world. And here's your host, Emmett Ferguson. Hey there. In this video, you're going to hear about neuro-linguistic programming, that's NLP, and how it can improve anybody's communication. Whether you're a business executive or a parent or a advisor, a consultant, a coach, um, a, a, a YouTuber, someone who wants to be an influencer, a speaker, or any of those categories, anytime anybody who needs to communicate with someone effectively for their work or just to, to live, right? We all need to communicate to live. If that's what you need to do, which we all do, uh, this video is for you. And I'm gonna be sharing with you three major NLP systems that can help you become a much more successful communicator. And in that light, communication isn't just a tool that gets a message across. It is a way to literally just transform your life and also help you to help others as well. Now, of course, you get a huge benefit because it helps your career. It can help you in your relationships. It can help you get that date. It can help you get that promotion. It can help you get that sale. It can help you motivate yourself to go achieve that career, to go make, uh, set that goal, that financial goal, to go after all of those things you're looking to do. NLP is one of those tools those amazing, uh, well, it's not a tool itself, but it's an entire collection of tools and systems of communication that help people to become uh, better communicators. And the way I like to sell, uh, discuss it, you know, it's used for like personal growth and things like that to help people like, um, you know, achieve more, get motivated, overcome fear and anxiety and stress and things like that. That's what it's uh, typically used for in those types of settings. But it can also be used to help people achieve and go beyond their, their, their current situation, to achieve more, to be more successful, feel better, have more energy, have more vitality, and things like that. And it does so by what I call communicating the way the mind thinks, or communicating the way the brain works. That could be another way of saying it, communicating the way the brain works or communicating the way the brain thinks. Because at the end of the day, we are all human. If you're watching this video and you understand it, you're human. And with all of that, although we may all have different experiences in life that have molded us to what we are, although some of us may have real uh, disabilities that make us very different, such as you know someone who's like missing a part of their brain or you know someone who had a massive like spinal injury and they had to like remove a certain part of the spine or you know some there are some of us who may have huge debilitating issues but at the end of the day as people we all have roughly the same emotions we may have them in different quantities and when i say roughly the same you know some some people say there's like four main emotions which would be anger sadness um sadness happiness and then like one other one jealousy or something like that but like four some say six and then some you know say that there's hundreds of emotions but anyways with that said going back to this idea we have the same basic emotions our minds work in the same basic way 
in how we interpret things. We, we, we see something, right? If you're interpreting something on a road, you're watching, you're watching, you're watching, something, uh, something affects us, it goes through our eyes, it goes into our mind, our mind, you know, it goes through a filter of whether it's an emergency or not, something that we have to like react to, and then it either goes to like an instant unconscious reaction or a conscious filtering and thinking of the idea. For example, going back to driving, you're driving, 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 you see something. It could be an emergency, it could, it could be like an obstacle, it could be a, a tire in the middle of the road. You see it, it goes into your mind, right, your brain. Your brain has to interpret it as danger or not, and then depending on what your brain does, it's either going to react quickly just like that to help keep you safe, or maybe not. Maybe it's not that reactive. Or maybe it determines that you're, you know, you're far away, you're all the way on the left lane, but maybe you should watch out for cars, and then you react. So that's just an example of an understanding of NLP, understanding how the mind works, how the brain interprets information, collects information, stores it, and how you can ultimately react to it. And for the coaches, for the people that use NLP, for the people that are you know, looking to use NLP to grow or to help other people to become better communicators, they need to learn they learn to NLP so that they can communicate the way the brain thinks now let that sink in what the power of that is it's not mind reading there's no magic or mysticism in it it's getting down and understanding how the mind works how the brain works and i'm not talking about like as a neuroscientist and you know exactly like which which parts to spark to like make your arm go up, like which parts to like spark to make the arm go up or like, you know, uh, reading and like, you know, delving deep into like psychological, whatever, right. Psychological therapy or anything like that. It's not, it's not, it's not like that. There are it developed from that. But at the end of the day, the goal is to learn how to communicate, to speak, to, to influence, to persuade, especially if you're in a career where you have to influence people. Like if you're a manager, you're a negotiator, a hostage negotiator, um, you know, and hostage negotiators, they have their own, you know, methods of communication. But at the end of the day, like uh, Chris Voss, if you don't know him, he wrote the book, Never Split the Difference. He has, uh, he does his own seminars. And, you know, while I went through a seminar, it was absolutely fantastic, amazing things that were learned. I didn't really catch anything specifically that was out of NLP, but when you start to really think about all of these things, um, you know, there are certain, there, uh, there was a lot of things that not necessarily came out of NLP, but like, you know, NLP talks about. Anyway, that's a little bit of a tangent, but great program. That's why I brought up the hostage negotiators. Like regardless of what career you're in, if you need to influence or persuade people, NLP can be a great tool to learn. Now with that said, NLP, amazing thing. You know, I was, I was growing up and, you know, I never really know, knew how to communicate with people. Um, you know, I knew how to like talk about stuff and like crack jokes and, uh, you know, help to get things moving and I communicated for work, but I never truly spent time to understand communication. I never truly understood and thought to spend time of why people are the way they are, why people think the way they do, why I think the way I do, why my belief, how my beliefs affect my life and all of that. So I would just I work jobs and then, you know, I would just do things, right? I would communicate, I would talk, I would just, you know, as any person would. But when I start to really dive into NLP, 
it gave me, it completely transformed the way that not only I go about doing my daily activities in life, but also how I communicate with others. And this can help you do so many great things. Um, so with that said, what are the three things that we're going to be sharing in this video? And you can learn more about these in depth if you wish. There's some great books out there. The founders are Richard Bandler and John Grinder and a whole bunch of other like uh, other people that worked with them back in the days that NLP was founded. So you can read books from them. One of the great books that, you know, the start of books is Frogs to Princes or like From Frogs into Princes. So that's by uh, John Grinder and Richard Bandler, I think. So that's a key NLP book. Um about the early days of NLP. There's a lot of books that teach all the tactics and the skills of NLP. So if you want to learn, check those as well as consider looking up like a um, an NLP live in training program. I've gone through those, totally valuable. Um, you don't even have to be a coach. It can help you in so many other areas of life to help you communicate the way the brain thinks, to help you communicate in a way that other people understand, other people can appreciate, and that you can help build a connection and collaborative connection to achieve whatever it is that you need. So with that said, NLP, three big things in NLP that we're going to be discussing. The first is state management. The second that we're going to be talking about is simply asking questions, how to effectively ask questions. And the third is, and it might sound so simple, like, oh, well, I know how to ask a question. But do you really know how to ask a question that gets to the specific problem that you can either help someone with or that you can get an idea for yourself with? So state management, asking questions, asking the right questions, asking specific questions to get to a core problem. And finally, Theater of the mind, understanding the theater of the mind. And we're going to go over that in more detail. But if you want to actually study the content, it's totally worth it to read a book, go through a course training. It's very helpful. Now, with that said, first off, state management. State management is simple. Um, you know, there, there can be more explanations into this and understanding how it works. But basically, state management is managing your personal state, knowing that at any given moment, we can be excited or scared or put into anger or put into extreme happiness if we're in the right situation. For example, you're walking down a, a, a dark alleyway and you suddenly hear a noise, that's going to ignite fear in you. Your body, your heart's going to start racing. Other things are going to start happening in your body. Your, your eyes are maybe going to start getting more aware and you're going to start to like notice and be, pay more attention to shadows. So that's a fear. That's fear, right? Now in happiness, you're out and about and you, you see a friend, an old friend that you absolutely love and you haven't talked to them in a little while and you finally get a moment to catch up. You see, you see them in a city or wherever you're going at a coffee shop and you want to catch up. How does that feel, right? That is your body reacting. But in NLP, there is this idea that you can manage your own state. You can get your body into those exact same states. And I won't expand too much into detail, but just know that it's possible simply by managing your body, your physiology, and things like that. Standing up straight makes you more confident. Slouching makes you, you know, feel less confident. Um, you know, being drowsy and just laying there on a couch with your legs up can, you know, make you feel lazy. So what are those states? How can you manage those states? 
Have you ever thought about how you can put yourself into fear, how you can make yourself sad, how you can make yourself happy? These are things that actors do all the time and you don't need to be a professional stage actor or film actor to do this. We do it all the time. Have you ever just been sitting there and suddenly a thought crosses your mind and it just changes your attitude just like that? It makes you had, sappy, or ha happy, sad, or angry. So it could be any of those things. So that happens. Those are like instant reactions that we're not even consciously aware of. But how do you become more consciously aware of? I mean, for, of those things that affect your state, your mood, your performance. Simply by knowing the ideas in that I'm just sharing in this video. So some of the state management, you know, getting your body right into the right states and getting your thoughts into the right places. You know, when I say the right places, what I mean is getting your thoughts correct. If you're constantly thinking of negative things, things that upset you, things that, you know, somebody did to you and you can't get over them and you're constantly thinking about them all day, all day, all day, day you're not going to be in a good state no matter, you know, how you change your body. But if you can, and you know, changing your body can help, right? Like if you start jumping up and down and smiling, no matter what thoughts you're thinking, they're going to change. So these are some of the ideas from NLP. And if you can start applying that to your life, it can have a drastically valuable benefit. Next, next, the big topic is asking questions. So this is more for like coaches, consultants, business people, salespeople, and anybody who needs to, or anytime you want to help somebody or you want to help somebody find an answer and to a problem they're having. So how do you do this? Most of us know about the, the why questions. We've uh, gone through corporate. Maybe you've had a job where, or as a kid, we do the why questions, right? Why is the sky blue? Why is the uh, why, well, why is the sky so high? And if it's, well, and you might get an answer. Why is the sky blue? Well, because there's water in the sky. I don't know if this is true, uh, but why is there, I don't, well, I know it's partially true, right? There's water and, and like water droplets in the sky, but it also has to do with like, you know, the light rays, uh, you know, light as it travels through different things, it, it reflects different colors or whatever. We learned that in like high school or whatever, but then you ask another question like, oh, well, why are, is there water in the air? And you ask another question, well, the water, there's water in the air because, because water evaporates. Well, why does water evaporate? Well, because things on earth heat up, right? So you ask those questions and that's what we're learned, we're taught in school, how to ask like why questions. Maybe you grew up doing that. I don't know, but that isn't always the most effective question to ask people. Why questions are, are overrated. And here's why. So, see, here's why. It's, it, they can be overrated. So here's what makes them uh, overrated. So as we start to think about why questions, you know, you, you look at why. Well, why does this happen? Why does that happen? You start to miss out on all of the specifics. Yes, you can get down and drill down, use why questions as effective when you're like in a meeting and you don't have too much time, you just keep asking why questions. But when you really want to solve a problem, when you really want to help somebody, you need to ask more specifics. And those are simply using questions, what questions, who questions, why or, or uh, how questions. So questions like, 
why is there, let's just start off with why is the sky blue? And then you would, instead of asking the question, why is the sky blue? What makes the sky blue? How does the sky get blue? Those questions become more specific. So if you answer the question, what makes the sky blue? Oh, well, probably light and water droplets. What light and water droplets? Well, the light from the sun and the water droplets from the earth. Well, how does the water droplets get into the sky? So you can see how this can start to compound. And then let's talk about it in a business situation. Something, uh, this is just an example. I'm making things up here as an example so that you can see and understand and hear and feel like what these questions are like. So say, and there's different types of communication too that you might have just witnessed there. Some people see, some people are visual, some people are auditory, some people, you know, feel more. So the way you ask your questions can ultimately depend on the person. So why questions are not always helpful. But if you're speaking with someone, if you're trying to close a sale or open a sale and you're trying to qualify and you're trying to talk to your prospect and you're trying to like get them to figure out the, the, the challenges that they're having, you don't ask, why can't you buy this right now? You would say, what's, what's the biggest factor that's stopping you right now? I mean, this almost sounds obvious. But when you're in the moment, if you don't have these tools that you might have learned in NLP or if no one's ever taught you that to not just ask why questions, then at the end of the day, you might not be consciously aware. Maybe you're unconsciously doing certain types of things and you're an expert at it, but becoming consciously aware and then mastering it and then becoming unconsciously a master at it is what's ultimately going to help. So looking back at the examples, you're looking to close the deal. You don't want to ask like, well, why isn't why why is your why isn't your your finances ready you know to make this happen you would say oh well how can we get you set up right for this and you don't say well why is this too high of a price for you you would say well what what sort of price or what sort of value do you feel this whatever is you know these are just examples of how NLP help because through by going through an NLP course or reading the books, you start to look at all these examples, these stories, these tools and tactics that can help you dig into the true problems of a situation. And this is especially helpful when you're dealing with people, not just in a sales situation, but if you want to help somebody, you, well, okay. So say somebody is trying to overcome their fear of making YouTube videos. Instead of asking, well, why are you scared of making YouTube videos? That's such a broad, general, generic answer. It's almost offensive. Like, why am I not making YouTube videos? Well, because I don't feel like it right now. I don't want to tell you, you know, whatever. So like, depending on your relationship with that person, they may react negatively or whatever. And then sometimes the obvious answer is, well, that's a good question. Why am I not doing it? Hmm. Right. So with that said, that said, how you get to the, the, the core of the issue is what's stopping you from making YouTube videos? Because to answer that, they have to come up with the things that are stopping them. They have to come up with these obstacles that may or may not be real. I was speaking with someone the other day who said they wanted to pick up a new hobby. And they were trying to decide between like, you know, drawing or some type of art thing. And I could ask them, well, why aren't you doing it? But Instead, I decided to ask them, well, what's stopping you? And, you know, here's the reality of it. There was nothing stopping them from doing art. Literally, literally nothing. 
their 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 job was was flexible. They had you know supportive family. They had the tools already. They had already ordered all the supplies. There, there's really nothing stopping them. And if you have some more difficult issues that you're dealing with, like uh, you know you're, you're trying to help someone uncover a problem, and they're saying something like, "Well, I don't uh, feel I don't feel comfortable." at home anymore? Well, that's that's a big question. I mean, you could ask why don't you feel comfortable at home, but you know, what's making you feel uncomfortable? Who is making you feel uncomfortable? And then you can ask them, okay, so then they, they could say, oh, well, uh, you know, my roommate constantly steals my milk. And then you could say, well, what does that, how, how do you feel when that happens? What about that? makes you feel uncomfortable at home. And then they might expand, well, my roommate, you know, I, I, I'm not sure, I don't trust my roommate anymore. He might, you know, do all of these things, these other things. And then you would ask, well, what have you done to try to alleviate that? And then they might say, have you, they, they talked to them and say, oh, well, what have you talked about, right? So things like that. There's so many things that why questions cannot address, especially when working from person to person, and in terms of communicating, just asking the right questions can add so much more interest into the, the, the conversation that you might have. So knowing these different types of questions and using this model of questioning, uh, the NLP model of questioning, they call it the meta, like meta modeling of uh, questioning, there's ways to become a better communicator through that. And finally, we're going to talk about something called theater of the theater of the mind. And this is not the specific name for it, but just think of your mind as a theater. I'm using this as an example. There's a common technique used in NLP where they work where when a coach or somebody is working with somebody, they're talking them, they have them go close their eyes and imagine like a theater in their mind. And then with that theater, they they uh, imagine a certain thing on that theater screen and when you're imagining a certain thing on a theater screen say like you have a fear of going on an elevator and this is totally just an example say you have a fear a fear of going on an elevator it's not a very serious fear but you know it's just it's a mild fear or maybe it could be something else that's mild or, or intensive and this doesn't work for for everybody right this is just an example there's other types and better ways to do this but just a quick example, you would have them throw a theater, you know, they would imagine themselves in a theater, see a screen with them, you know, going on the elevator and when they're scared and you would have them do all sorts of things to that theater screen. You could have them make the voices sound funny. And then you, if they, you know, see this dark, scary elevator, you would talk them through and help them see what happens if they make the elevator very light and upbeat and happy. What if they change the colors of that elevator, that scene of the elevator to pink or yellow? Is it more inviting that way? What if instead of, you know, you got it. And then you start to ask them about the, what are the sounds of the elevator, right? When you're starting to imagine the elevator, what are the sounds of the elevator? Is it like slow and scary elevator door closing? Or is it just like an upbeat elevator? And what happens if you make it a silly sound? When the elevator closes, what happens if it sounds like a dog's, your favorite dog's squeaky toy? You know, something like that, right? So what if you make it into the sound of a dog's squeaky toy? So what happens? And this ultimately helps people to transform their thoughts 
about a specific situation to make it easier to go do those things, to help them overcome their fears or their doubts or anxieties. Now that's a quick example. I'm not going to do too many more because there's, uh, there's a little bit more to cover. But what that does, if you learn those methods of NLP, those systems, that system of communicating with the mind and helping it to transform the, their ideas, their thoughts, their images, their visualizations, their sounds, and all that, you're communicating with all these senses of the mind. And not just that, but you're knowing how to transform them, how to mold them, how to create thoughts for help to pe help people to create more empowering thoughts. And when you can do that, you can very, very, very much so help people. But aside from that, if you're just communicating on an everyday basis, this isn't, we're not talking mind reading. This is simply just understanding how other people might think. And this can help you in a whole different set of situations. One final example, say you're in a uh, a conversation with an associate at work and they simply go and talk about oh well the other day they were walking down the street and there was this ridiculous uh, crazy car that swerved into the sidewalk and that was it and you really wanted them to expand on that and then you know they didn't really speak much they, they weren't really interested in, you know, expanding. They're not very expansive or talkative, but that was very interesting. A car, a crazy car swerving into the sidewalk. So you want to learn more and to get them into more conversation to expand on their ideas. And by the way, this is so helpful in many areas of business or sales or marketing or all that. But you want to get them to expand. Well, what if they're not very talkative and they sit next to Oh, yeah. Uh, well, was anybody hit? No, nobody was hit. Oh, okay. Well... You know, and in this situation, if you are familiar with NLP, you realize that there's probably a story going on in their head. They might not be expressing it. Like, just think about yourself. Every time you're talking, every time you're just sitting around, every time you're hanging out with people, most people, everybody, nobody can necessarily read your mind. You're sitting there, you have all sorts of thoughts. Now, when we start to realize that this happens in probably mostly everybody, except most of us are focused on our own thoughts, but this happens in just about Everybody, they have their own thoughts, their world, their reality, their beliefs, their systems and approaches to life. Everybody has these things, their ways of living, their thoughts that create their reality. And you can start to understand these things. You can communicate better. So you can expand on that conversation by simply knowing they have a, a movie possibly going on in their mind, recollecting the situation. So you can ask like, oh, well, was there any, so did the sound make any crazy sounds? Like what made the car crazy? Oh, well, the car was like painted purple and there was a clown face on it. And uh, the, the tail was like an alligator and they had like a funny uh, sticker on it. Well, there you go. You've had somebody expand on that topic. And, you know, an everyday conversation, that's helpful if you want to know things. But even if you want to become a better communicator yourself knowing these strategies is helpful to realize that you know you've got this story playing in your head and that the person that you're communicating to might not the person that you're communicating to cannot read your mind the person that you're communicating to and sharing a story with probably could potentially want as much information as you could share in vivid detail but since you're not but since you may not either be interested in a conversation or you haven't really gotten 
how to communicate those stories, well, now you know by simply sharing what is happening in the theater of your mind. And there's a, actually a, a, a personal growth course called, I think, The Theater of Your Mind. But anyway, The Theater of Your Mind is just this idea that we all have these stories and these ideas, these thoughts, these sounds, these images, these you know visuals or, or smells in our heads. Some people sense through smell and they could think of a smell. So with that said, we all have this going on in our heads. So whether we want to like learn something from somebody else and you know get more from somebody else, maybe you're a professional interviewer or a journalist or somebody like that, or whether you just want to become a better communicator, communicating the way people think and speaking with somebody and speaking to an audience or somebody else to be able to express yourself further by expanding on these ideas that are happening in your mind and not just stopping at an idea because you think you've communicated it, but to communicate it and realize that, you know, the person on the other side, that receiving end simply just might not be receiving what you're saying, not because of what you're saying, but because of maybe how you're saying it. Maybe uh, you're not expressing it visually enough, or maybe it just simply doesn't appeal to them. Well, NLP will help you realize this. Like, oh, well, this person may not be interested in a visual description, but maybe they're like a musician and like, you know, I heard this crazy sound there and it could help inspire them something. Anyway, that's just a quick example. But NLP, communicate the way the mind thinks, help other people to become more successful in their lives by using NLP. I mean, there's so many benefits to NLP, to learning NLP, and you can start to apply it right now. The things that you've learned in this video are transformative if you take the time to understand it, to learn it, to apply it. And with that said, I want to thank you for watching this video and I wish you a very prosperous life. Have a wonderful day.